Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. It actually looks like the music might be playing over my speaking there. Um, there's a little bit of a delay, but I just wanted to come on tonight and kind of go off the top of the dome, let you guys know uh, what I've kind of been up to this past year, which has kind of been resting mostly um, and not being moved until I feel inspired to do, um, and which is kind of almost against what society imposes upon us as a belief system, um, is that we always are constantly must be on the go, right, that we have to constantly be in motion and in action and in a physical world you do right because you're pushing energies you're not going with the flow you're not allowing you're not trusting you're not knowing and so tonight we want to talk about moving from believing into knowing right and a part of that has to do um, you can say that you might think something you might believe it and then you might know it once you get to the level of knowing you don't have to think it You don't have to believe it. It's been integrated into your awareness. It's been embodied into your senses, and you literally become it. If you want to have love, you must become love. And in order to become love, you must first become loving, behind the words. And we really want to move past study and move into demonstration, and that's part of the energy that um, is on the planet at this time that we are assisting with ushering in, as for most of us, that process started in about 2011, 2012. For myself, it started in about that time. 2012 is when I started this show, and about 2011 is when I really started to accelerate my ascension process, and usually, like most people, um, you're kind of dragged through it, right? You might have an inclination. I was already spiritual, um, but of course, a relationship happens or maybe a loss of of a loved one or some sort of within you to just go deeper and to be still and to eventually know. So I'm going to dive right in here. So every time I think I know something, right, and that's part of the the challenge that is dragging some people now into the ascension process, the awakening process, that are not consciously participating in it, right? They're not consciously aware of what is happening um, on a spiritual level on the planet. So they're, they're being dragged, and that drag looks like chaos. It might look like, you know, losing a job. It might look like struggle in a relationship. It might look like a divorce. It might look like a lot of unhealings coming to the surface. And not that we don't. We do have those things that are coming to right now in this particular um, first part of the year. Um, a lot of things that we thought that we dealt with that have been on this road called ascension are coming to the surface, and it's not, they're not coming full force. Um, they're like remnants that are coming to uh, have us adjust the dial, right, the, the, the scales, so that we are in balance. Um, and so that's a, part of, that's a part of the challenges that we call forth when we think we know something. Every time I think I know something, right, that knowingness is challenged. Like, do you think it? Do you believe it or do you know it? Um, we might be living more in our past or more in our present, right? Um, 
or not more in our present because we're not just being, but more in our future and more in our past. We are believing something. It's the same thing, except for we're, we're more strongly grounded in that belief, right? That's why you have people that believe um, in certain religions and it doesn't matter how many uh, things in, in history, archaeologically, scientifically, can uh, come to, to counter that or just to offer a different perspective. And there's those people that refuse to even be able to be with a different perspective. And when you know something, you can hear anything, right? And you can actually even allow it in. And you can allow it to um, reverberate through your, your, your mind even, right? Um, but you know it. You're not moved, right? You're not moved emotionally by it. You're very neutral. You're very present. That's knowingness. You are grounded in your knowing. And it doesn't believe, it doesn't mean that your knowingness um, is not eventually expansive, right? So something that you might know, truly know, because you've mastered it, right? Um, you might get a, a deeper level of knowingness, um, you know, a decade from then or five years from then, right? It's like I say on the show all the time, you're not going to teach a child the multiplication at one years old, and there are those prodigies, I know one, <laughs> um, who's capable of that, but you're going to start with the basics. You're going to say, you know, one plus one, you're going to use very basic colors. You're not going to give them the whole color scheme. First of all, as humans, we can't even see the entire color scheme, but let's say, you know, the colors that we are aware of, the letters that we use, you're going to start with the very basics, and then they'll master that, and they will know it, and then they'll be able to move on to more complex concepts, and then they'll know that, and they'll master it. It's the difference between thinking and knowing. Now, when you think something, you're going to get challenged, like I said. So you think you know it. So that's what it comes up as what we would call like a test in school for those children that we're, we're giving the basics to, right? So we're going to say, okay, one plus one is one. We're going to teach them all of the additions, right? And they're going to think possibly they mastered it. They're going to gauge it. They're going to give them a test. Then they're going to be able to, to adjust the dial of their knowingness. Like, okay, well, i got to be on this. I know it, but not enough, right? I haven't mastered it. So then they're going to go back. They're going to study more. Then they're going to have a midterm, right? It's going to be more complex concepts. It's going to be what they learned from the first part of the year right? And it's going to test all of their knowledge for the rest of the year and see how much they master it. Then they're going to get a final exam. So you can kind of look at life in that way when you're moving through thinking to believing and to knowing. And if you don't call forth those challenges in order to grow, which sometimes or it can be very uncomfortable, when we don't call those forth, then we don't, we're not exercising those muscles. We don't really know. You don't really know until you've exercised Right, and after a while, we'll map of knowing and calling forth challenges to know, and we will just know it. We will be it. It's like if you look at you know the entity that we that we call God and what what we refer to as the universe, um, Mother, Father, God, whatever you refer to it as, uh, and we say that 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 energy duplicated itself so it can experience all of life, all of itself. So we can get to a level of knowingness when we're tapped into that truth of oneness, of allness, and we can experience it without having to call forth challenges. 
but let's talk a, a more, a little bit more. We're going to make some adjustments if when necessary, and then we will master a level of knowingness. Now, because we call forth those challenges, that's why a lot of people are afraid to really know, because to know it means that you have to exercise it. You have, and then once you know it, you have to apply it to your life. You have to be it, right? You can't unknow something once you know it. So that's why a lot of people are stuck in a cycle of believing. Because believing doesn't hold you accountable, right? Like knowingness does. To say that I believe something kind of lets me off the hook from, from knowing it. I believe it because somebody told me so. I believe it because I read it, right? Not because I've actually called forth the challenges, allowed myself to feel the pain or to feel... Uh, whatever is coming to the surface to be healed, I'm going to go through that process. I'm going to dig deeper within myself, and I'm going to know it for myself. So, again, believing doesn't hold you accountable like knowing does. And so we have to be willing to move from believing to knowing, from study to demonstration. One of my biggest things that I say on the show so often is that we keep studying the same religion, same doctrines for thousands of years and we know it's not working because religion plays a large part of that and not that religion in itself religion itself is neutral you have people that are attempting to know something right and then because individuals um, that might be following that particular religion are, are receiving contrary signals from society that is having them be in a state of belief, right, and to be, to give our power away to belief systems, then they're not interested in knowing if it's true or not, and knowing if it's true for them or not. Again, it doesn't hold them accountable. Belief systems don't hold you accountable because it's outside of yourself. Information that was gathered, information, not knowledge, information that's been gathered, right, and that we are then giving our power to and calling it truth without really knowing, without really exercising those muscles to know if it is. And and truth, again, is a very flexible, relative thing to the person perceiving it. But what's true for you is the truth. It's just like any disease you create, whatever it is that you for, for, resonates for you, that you can accept into your body, into your mind as the truth, will be so. We want to be held accountable. That's why we're, we're, we want to be held accountable for the life that we're living, for the purpose of expressing. And so we want to move from thinking to believing to knowing, from study to demonstration. It's demonstration time. We are here. We are on the planet. There is no more time. We are out of time, right? We're out of the concept of time. And we know that it feels like days are speeding up, right? And we can always allocate that to to a belief, right? We can say, well, you know, science says that it's not really speeding up. And when you reach a certain age, you know, whatever, whatever have you. But when you're tapped in, when you are in knowingness and when you are present and you are not believing or thinking, but you are knowing so that your, your, your time, right, your, your beingness isn't spent studying, it's, it's spent being present. So then you're able to not attain or regurgitate other people's thoughts or beliefs. You're 
actually able to obtain wisdom and inner sight or insight. So again, these are other, you know, other benefits of knowing this and why it's so important. Finally, move into that sphere where you walk in a room and you're literally able to, people are able to know that you're there before you even arrive. They can feel your presence because you've integrated all of the wisdom and insights that you've attained from being present, from not thinking, but to exercising your knowingness. They can actually feel you enter a room and they can feel you leave a room, even if they never physically saw you, right? You know people like that, and we are people like that. You can feel yourself leave a room. I can feel my own energy leave a room at times. I can feel that sometimes there's an empty space after I'm gone. I can feel it bodying not all that I am by far, but a decent amount of who I am is present, right? Present enough to be the light that I really am and to be able to send that signal outward. And so, again, it's so important to move into knowingness, into integrating that into everything that we are, right? So thinking is an aspect. You can think of thinking or thought as an aspect of the third dimension, right, where we lean one another and call it thought, right? We call, we call it thought, but it was really regurgitating information, regurgitating information, regurgitating belief systems, regurgitating experiences. When you're not in healing, you're going to keep calling forth and unconsciously participating in the same circumstances that this healing is trying to bring forth to you so that you can free yourself from that cycle, right? So you're going to get into the same relationship, but it's going to be called a different person's name because you're not in the act of exercising knowingness. Healing is another huge component of knowingness, right? A lot of our society is anti-pain, like anti-wanting to actually feel and go through the process of healing, which means visiting those aspects of our child self that, were, that we have the perspective of being harmed or releasing and forgiving ourselves for harming someone else, right? Wanting to go into those moments and really resolve and transcend that energy and integrate it. Thank it for showing up so that you could heal that aspect of yourself and then releasing it. So energy is, is also one of those things. Again, it can't be destroyed, right? So it doesn't matter. Energy really is neutral, Right? It's your perspective that makes it either not negative or positive. So you can use any energy to power. That's why some people use the energy of, I'm going to get mad, but then it's, I'm going to use it to fuel me. And notice how we use that word fuel. Right? What is your fuel? What are you putting into your tank? Your tank of consciousness. Right? What are you allowing to fuel you? And some people are fueled by happiness. Some people are fueled by money. Some people are fueled by greed. Some people are fueled by pain and negativity. All of those things are not good or bad, right or wrong. Some people just prefer um, certain types of energy. And that's another very powerful thing to know and not judge. Because some people, I prefer happiness. I prefer move again from believing, from thinking into knowing, and that takes a lot of self-focus. So when you're in this process of really delving deeper into yourself, you really don't have time to even judge, you know, another. 
And anything that you're healing within yourself, you're healing within that web of consciousness that, uh, if you want to call it God, duplicated itself to, to experience itself. You're healing it for that entire web of consciousness, whatever, because it's all, if you think of a web, a spider web, it's all connected, right? Or a tree, really, you're knowing for the collective. But again, if you just believe it or you think it, that's not a powerful stance. That's not powerful enough to fuel the collective, right? It's just null and void. It's a, you're non, um, you're not, you're not impactful. You're not, you're, your presence, you know, some people, their presence, you can really feel it when they're in a room. You can just, they walk in and you can feel it, whether it, it feels lower level or it feels exhilarating. And then there's others that you never notice, right? They could have been in the same room, same four-by-four four room as you, you know, could have been ten people in the room, and you just, they had, they were, you were indifferent to their energy, right? It wasn't good, wasn't bad, just didn't really feel them. So, those are, that energy is, is the same type of energy I'm talking about. When you think something, it's not even, I feel like believing is more impactful than, than thinking something. You're not strong in what it is that you are expressing, whether it's energetically or verbally, mentally, spiritually, and you don't know it, you, you're, you're, you're not grounded in something. It's not, it's not a strong presence. You don't have anything that you can really stand on. That's why if someone, you know, a lot of times if someone counters what you're saying or offers a different perspective when you just believe something or you think it, you, you can get enraged. You know, I know people have an, an uncle who is, is always talking very loud, always trying to out-talk people, always, you know, he's always trying to get in arguments, and he, but he has to speak really loudly. And to me, as I observe him, there's a level of insecurity there for whatever reason. And so he thinks something, but he doesn't know it. If you know it, you don't have to argue it. You don't have to. It's offering. You know, you offer it through your energy. You don't even have to speak it. Right? So, again, that's the importance in knowing. And how do you know? Right? Again, get committed to knowing. Get committed to knowing yourself first. Get commit, make that your biggest priority, intruding on your peaceful moment with yourself. Begin to meditate. That's going to help you to hone in on your own, to be able to, first of all, to differentiate between your thoughts and other people's thoughts, and then to be able to remain neutral in whatever situation you're in and to allow whatever wants to come to the surface to come up to the surface without judgment of it, to observe it, to ask what it what it needs to heal, to thank it for its presence for showing up for you, but you've just made it lighter so that someone else can catch that energy, right? And it's not gonna weigh them down. It's not gonna be heavy. It's like the circulation of money, right? Money in itself is it's just paper. It's not good or bad. It's neutral. But when you have millions of people that are attached to money in a negative way, right? And negative meaning giving their last dollar. They might have been, they're usually giving it reluctantly. They have a fear about giving it. Like they're not, there's not enough to go around. Or I'm not going to be able to pay any other bills, but here, Verizon, I'm going to give you 
you know, my last $40 that I have and now I only have. So that fear and that worry that happens when you're giving that money, it then gets circulated around the world. That energy of that person that touched it and gave it. It's the same thing with our thoughts. It's the same thing um, with the reality that we're creating, anything that we touch. So when those thoughts arise when you're meditating, the universe being light now, so that somebody else can catch that, that energy could now be a thought, an idea that somebody catches. It might trigger them <coughs> in a way that brings up something of light in their childhood that brings them a happy thought. Just see that ball of light just flying through in and out of cities, in and out of your neighborhood. The level of knowingness that you can get to where you'll be able to assist others in being able to do the same. So again, when you are doing that, because a lot of us listening are light workers, right? We came here to, to be able to assist the planet. Um, we are healers, and we feel like, okay, there's a certain level of mastery I have to get to. And I'll tell you this, already there, all you need to do is release the thoughts about it, the beliefs about it, and get to the place of knowing. You've already mastered it. So you don't have to be anything other than where and what you are right now. Just release every single thing that you've ever told yourself or you've allowed others to penetrate your thinking and to believing that you are anything other than the knowingness of the divine in action, in physical. So I want to just leave that right there. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to invite everybody to move from believing, thinking, into knowing, to just living your authentic life. I just call forth blessings, blessings for all of us, healing for the entire planet, peace on earth, joy, radiant love. Move into knowingness. Move into absolute knowingness. Integrate it. Walk in it. Send it radio. Anytime you want to call in, which I should have given you this at the top of the 30 minutes, this moved by really quickly, um, call in number for next week, and I'm going to come back every Wednesday at 8 p.m., like we used to on Ascended Radio. Guest call in number 646-716-6113, I'm going to invite some special guests on the show. We're going to have some healers. We'll have... Uh, Joey back on the show, my, my medium, he's at medium, medium Joey Taylor, I believe, on Instagram, follow him, uh, my handle is at jaspencer08, you can email me at missspencer05 at gmail.com, if you have any questions, you want to come on the show, you have anything you want to promote that is of light, is of knowingness, is of divinity and love, feel free, this is Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.